Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we are Between the Jays. And this is the first um, podcast since the new year. So we um, we hope everyone had a great Christmas and great holidays. And um, when we get into January, I think the first thing that we all think about is the goals. Like, what are we doing this Mm -hmm. year? What's going to happen this year? And that's just a big part of the month of January. I feel like I accomplish a lot in January because it makes me, because we're not as busy, you kind of focus on things that you need to make happen. And, you know, like one for me is going to going to training more because I got, <laughs> I'm forced to go into training throughout training. the year, you know, just to see what new trends are, which is what we're going to talk about today. We are. We're going to talk about trends in uh, in houses and what we see and Gosh, you and I, as far as new construction, I think 2022 will be almost 10 years mm-hmm. of working with Dustin. We've seen a lot of things. We have seen a lot of things. And then, you know, when I think of trends, too, and we talk about it quite often, when we go into what we deem as the brick ranch from the 50s and 60s, yes, that was a trend. <laughs> so when you ride around and you see that, it's like, oh, okay, the trend was like avocado harvest gold and right. and you know ironically we still go into some of those houses and we still see that because they never updated well and some of that stuff start those colors not stuff starts to recycle itself too mm-hmm. because you start to see especially with tile and when right. you talk about the mm-hmm. older houses a mm-hmm. lot of people decide they want to keep that Yeah, I mean, and it's neat because I go in, if it's a neutral color, in some of these houses we go in because it's got the little small octagon tiles, Mm -hmm. which is back in trend now. So we're seeing that. And, you know, some of it you can actually just keep it and decorate around it, do a new shower and kind of combine different colors. And, I mean, that's a good way of not having to do it and replace all of it. Well, and you start to see, at least when I was looking online about some different things about 2022, one of the things they started to mention, because you said avocado, is that we're going to see some of these trends from the 70s come back. I don't know, but we'll see. And well, and I colors. Yeah, I, I noticed I noticed like that jade green mm-hmm. is kind of coming back. I think navy is always classic. I don't think navy ever trends out. No, and we see a lot, at least in the new construction side, of that contrasting. When you have people that put an island, they want that contrasting color, mm-hmm. that dark. That navy is usually the color that they do. And, of course, a lot of people, I mean, you still have carpet, but you do. what we see is a lot of the people that we work with, they want to do hardwoods in the master, and depending on the price range. And we're still seeing the LVP, too, especially mm-hmm. if someone has pets and kids right. and they really start to look for that alternative to maybe the hardwoods well and i i think for some people there's a mental thing about luxury vinyl because it's still right. vinyl and right. it i mean i showed a house that had luxury vinyl and it was like in the high eight hundred thousand. and my client loved it but she was like i can't get past vinyl floorings in an eight hundred thousand dollar house and i said but, you know, there's so, and she's like, I just can't do it. And and I get it. You know, when we were building our place, I thought about it, crossed my mind, and we didn't do it. And, of course, when we got hit by the tornado, I was thinking, we should have done the luxury vinyl. Because if you ever have a flood or a tornado or whatever right. the case may be, you're not going to have to worry about, like, pulling it up and redoing it. 
Well, we actually had someone build in Platinum Ridge and used mm-hmm. the luxury vinyl yeah. in part of it. Yeah, I mean, and it, it looks great and it's durable and you really never have to replace it. And if it floods, you never have to replace it. It's just a mindset for most people, I think. It's just what you're used to. Because in mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s, that was vinyl flooring in a lot of cases. They put it in the, you know. But, of course, then there were different shapes and patterns and colors that went along with it. Well, and I was showing a house this this week, actually, and it had more of the true, what we call vinyl, mm-hmm. the real, you know. Right. The traditional. I guess you say traditional. Yeah, the traditional vinyl. Vinyl. From- we still see a lot of people though tile doesn't we were just kind of talking about that in terms of bathrooms but tile doesn't really go out of style Mm -mm. tile never goes it's always there i mean i always recommend to someone if you're doing tile kind of keep it basic Mm -hmm. but you know there's so many cute trendy tiles when you go for selection and i did that pattern in my laundry room because i thought well you know you can always that's not really a room that everyone pays a lot of attention to well and it's easy to Mm -hmm. change yeah it's a small space but i have seen showers that have had like big and bold colors and you always think well i wonder when they'll get tired of that or how long that trend will be here so it's nice if you're doing the tile to stay more neutral with the tile and maybe do something more bold with your paint and in today's world we have wallpaper that's coming back we, yes, and mm-hmm. we actually used that in um, in a house a few years ago, mm-hmm. one of our models. So, yeah, we just did it, a uh, accent wall in the master bath, mm-hmm. and it's the, um, we call it the pill and stick. So when you get tired of it, it you just pill it, unlike what we used to have that had the heavy glue that yes. it was an act of Congress to take it down because you'd spent days trying to figure out how mm-hmm. to take it down and not mess up your your walls i can remember <clears throat> when i was growing up my parents because remember paneling mm-hmm. here we were alluding we to always the 70s. painted that well so my parents decided to wallpaper it in a house we had and i can remember my dad tediously filling in the seams in the paneling so mm. that when they actually when he put the wallpaper up because he did it himself that mm-hmm. you didn't feel that little Rich. Oh, yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. that would show. Yeah, but painting yeah. it would be much better. Yeah, well, I don't know why we, we did it that way. When we bought our house what at Noonan Country Club, and we lived there for 26 years, what year? I don't even know what year we bought it, but the paneling mm-hmm. in the living room was really dark, and I told my husband, I said, I will not move into this house without this paneling being painted. And of course, he said, well, I'll paint it, and I'm like, okay. So come time to move in, it still wasn't painted. I said, no furniture will go into that room until this is painted. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you know, we ended up hiring somebody to do it, like yeah. we like we always do. Um, but, you know, it looked, to me, it looked, painted paneling looks good to me. It adds a little mm-hmm. bit of a definition to the wall versus pulling it out and doing sheetrock, which adds more expense. And then, of course, that house was built in the early 80s, and we had the stippled ceilings. Yes. So we ended up doing like the tongue and groove in the kitchen mm-hmm. to cover mm-hmm. the stipple instead of having to scrape and mess up everything. And then we did some beadboard. So there's ways to get around having to scrape ceilings because a lot of people buy houses that are 70s and 80s that still have that. Right. So, you know, if you want to, chances are real good if you start stripe, scraping. scraping. You're going to have damaged sheetrock, and then you're going to have to do something with the sheetrock anyway. So you might as well just go ahead and find a, some kind of wood feature to go up there 
just to cover it up and not deal with all that unknown of what's going to happen if you scrape it. That's true. Because <clears throat> then you may end up with your contractor being there much longer with you because you created another another mm-hmm. project. Yep. Paint. You and I have seen the evolution of when we started in Timber Creek with mm-hmm. Dustin and we were more kind of in the beiges and the topes mm-hmm. to gray. Right. We've been hanging with gray for yeah uh, six or seven years, it feels like now. Now everything's white. I know. And I kind <laughs> of understand it because I've had a couple clients do that. And their idea was we're going to do everything white because then it makes the house a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I mean, I understand because then but I guess I just think about white. Mine's and, mine's like a subtle gray, so it's not like a rich gray, but I'm you know like agreeable gray. I think was in every house that we built. Yes, and then now I'm finding that more white, and I think alabaster is one of the whites. One of the whites. Okay. The reason I know one of my clients in Moreland, I was selling their mom's mm-hmm. house, and so there was it had this blue. The blue walls. Is that the one I showed one time for mm-hmm. you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I and it was a great house. I said I think maybe we should just paint the blue walls mm-hmm. to make it. And so they were. I mean, they didn't live close enough by, and they said, "Well, just just pick a color for us." And that put a lot of stress because when you start picking colors for your yes. clients, so I called my friend Lori. I was like nine one one. I need you because I was at the paint store. She said, just pick alabaster. So alabaster white is evidently a good white to good use white. if you're going to repaint. And yeah, and you probably want to do some type of um, eggshell with white, I would think. I mean, I know we do. Everything we do in new construction is flat. Right. But um, for example, yesterday when we were checking on some pricing for somebody, the paint that they were talking about instead of the eggshell um, was the duration, because mm-hmm. I guess it's supposed to be a little bit more durable or easier to mm-hmm. clean. And that's usually why people tell us they want to go with the right. eggshell. And I think they have children, too, so if you, yeah. you have to deal with that, too. So, But I don't guess it's that big an upgrade as far as if you do it up front and not having to bring somebody else in to to do it, do it later. for you later so it's probably not that big an upgrade so but i think the styles we're seeing now and we're seeing a lot of i call it modern farmhouse styles we are we're, we're seeing the modern farmhouse we still are seeing a lot of the white cabinets mm-hmm. whereas when you and i started working together i feel like almost every house had the addison addison the cabinets, dark, and the they dark. were the light mm-hmm. not dark dark but, but like it was they like were a that, maple the maple yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah, we're still seeing the white. And I think, you know, a lot cabinets. of people are still going with the lighter countertops mm-hmm. from what I can they tell. Are. White and then lighter counter countertops. But then you can do a corresponding island that's a little bit different. That gives it the contrast like mm-hmm. we were talking about. It is funny how you go into a house and we know, like right now we have a resale mm-hmm. listing that was one of mm-hmm. our new constructions. And you and I can go in and we know exactly yeah, the, the granite, colors and everything. The colors. Mm-hmm. Um, the but, you know, it's, it's ironic to me because we talk about new construction and making changes and selections, but there's still builders out there that we consider the production builders that they allow you, like, hardly no selections. Right. Which would make it challenging for me if I were building because if you're spending four, just say 400000 and even some of the neighborhoods that are 600000 mm-hmm. they're giving you like two options. So when you go into that neighborhood and you, you move in and you go to your neighbor's house, everybody's going to have the same interiors. The same and, colors. And, you know, a lot of people, 
that if they like the location well enough, they just go with the selections and then they get in there and they change everything, which, you know, I guess it is what it is, but I, um, well, if you have the ability to do that, I mean, for some people they're coming in and mm -hmm. buying and that's the price point they're at and they really can't do more. Right. Yeah. Committed to those choices. Yeah. That's why I like, you know, working with Dustin Shaw because he, we have that level of customization in like in every price point that we do. He allows more selections than some of the builders. He does, definitely when you're talking about the tile and the granite. But I guess when you get into production builders <clears throat> like, you know, D.R. Horton, which is a mm -hmm. huge, I mean, they're probably like the largest builder in the United States, I would think. And I think they, that's what their sign says. Yeah, and mm -hmm. they're, they're not, you know, they're mass producing. Mm -hmm. And when you're mass producing, you don't really have time to customize because... We know when we sign a contract with someone, right. there there may be a hiccup, and we may need to back up to figure out exactly what someone wants, and then there's always a delay when you do that. So I think they're probably trying to avoid delays. Delays. Mm -hmm. Well, so. in the supply chain, which I feel like almost two years into all of this, mm -hmm. we're exhausted by all of that, but the supply chain mm -hmm. challenges that we're still yeah, seeing I'm, with things. You know, one of the houses a new construction not our builder but another builder it's like um we're like a year out and you know it's supposed to be six months so we're saying hopefully it's going to get better but it's hard in some people's situation you know our clients they don't have to sell their house they're just waiting on this one right so in the case of some people when you've got a timeline tied to it and you're tied to a lease and then you have to keep renewing the lease and not knowing when it's going to be makes it you know very challenging well and for sellers that are looking to buy new construction right now it's not so much a question whether or not they're going to be able to sell their house because our inventory still is just so historically mm -hmm. low yeah. i mean we are mm -hmm. i think when i looked this morning it says we're around 200 houses yeah i mean when you think That's, yeah 400 450 should mm -hmm. be more normal yeah the idea of a potential seller being able to sell that isn't mm -hmm. the question anymore especially mm -hmm. if they've done updates and they're taking care of it and they're you well, know yeah, even in some the of the like growing up here in some of the areas that we we call them the mill villages because mm -hmm. that's what they were not everybody you know you have mcintosh mill village arnco sergeant um, East Noonan mm -hmm. and so a lot of those areas that we knew them growing up as the Mill Village houses are now people are investors are buying them mm -hmm. I just noticed one today in Arnco and Arnco was traditionally I remember those houses were selling for 30 to 50,000 and this house went on the market for 245,000 it was oh my gosh it was an it was like a 1600 square foot house and I look I mean it was just a mill house and I looked at it, and I looked at the pictures, and of course they had gone in, but basically they painted the outside of the house. They probably did the luxury flooring, mm -hmm. and, you know, and did a little bit of cabinet changes, and they did granite countertops. Well, and they may, because those houses are unique, because some of them, weren't they really too 
residences mm-hmm. for some families. Yeah, you can so see you where they have move, two front doors. Right. Yeah. So yeah. some of them, who knows? Well, the wall mm-hmm. was probably already taken out, but mm-hmm. they could have been reconfiguring some space. Because sometimes you walk in those mill village yeah. houses and you're like, is this a three bedroom? Is it a two bedroom? Right. It's a little confusing. So, yeah. And, you know, and it, we, um, like with the link, the trail system, mm-hmm. you've got Murray Street and the city has purchased some of those homes, which, you know, I'm thinking are probably going to be tear down. Some they may be able to rehab. And then that was a mill where the Noonan Lofts are. And there's a pond over there. And we all, growing up, we all Where's grow- the pond? The pond is on Murray Street. Oh. It was the mill pond. Is and it still there? Yeah. And okay, so we, then I just need to go find this place. We, grew up, we need to get on the golf cart we again. We need to get on the golf cart um, again. Go for a ride. <laughs> we So when we would walk that, it was really wooded. Mm-hmm. And we would all just, my friends that I grew up here- we're like, I wonder how many bodies are in there, you know, just jokingly. <laughs> and because it was just like, as, you know, because you looked and it was just all grown up and you're like, right. oh, and it's like no trespassing. And it was like, oh, my gosh. But now they're building the link bridge is going over that. And I, I think that's like the neatest thing, what we're doing with the revitalization, restoration of the city and the county. So everything's kind of coming together as well, a whole. Well, it's taking the history mm-hmm. that the community has and mm-hmm. making it, bringing it into the modern yeah. mm-hmm. the modern world, but yet still keeping that connection. Yeah. You know, and there's there's so many proposed, you know, I just heard today that, or a couple of days ago, out Highway 16, going toward my mom's house, Witcher Road, mm-hmm. that they're proposing like 600 houses there. How do you think Miss Sandra will feel about that? She's not happy about it. She wants to know who she needs to talk with. <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't. Has she called you already? She, we had that conversation. Okay. I said, right. Mom, it doesn't do a whole lot of good. <laughs> I said, you can try. She's already goes the back way into town now. She doesn't get on Carrollton Highway. Okay. But, you know, even on the west side of the county, like, we used to think it was so far out. Like, one of our first houses was out welcome. And I was working one of my first jobs at the airport area. And when I got that job, I said, we've got to move closer to town because it seems so far from there to the interstate. But in today's world, so many people are working from home Mm -hmm. and they don't go in every day. So proximity is not as important as it used to be. As long as you have Internet access. So with that being, yeah. And I think like we talked about, you know, Kemp has a big plan to expand broadband and try to do more with industry across the state of Georgia. So, like you said, as long as you have internet access, you can do anything. But, yeah, lots going on. There's always a lot going Mm -hmm. on. So, here, I'm going to test your knowledge. Ten years ago, what do you think the average sales price was in Coweta County? Um, 175. You were close. It was 153. Mm, Wasn't too far off. No, you weren't too far. Now that I know what it is now. Is it three seventy five? Three fifty seven. Yeah, three fifty seven. And of course, our days on market are a lot less. Oh, yep. yep. We've come a long way and a long way to go. But I know a lot of y'all might have questions. You know, every day we hear people wanting to relocate and head in a different direction because of the growth patterns. And of course, I guess you can run from it for a while but it's gonna always catch up with you at some point in time but (laughs) but if you if you need i mean if you need for someone to come look at your house and just give you ideas ideas, yeah you know we have nikki that comes out and she'll do some staging and 
helping you declutter and anyway we can offer up just to help with that process just to get it going because sometimes you just need somebody to motivate you well and sometimes it's just the simplest Mm -hmm. things too just to update your house to sell it too Mm -hmm. because you are competing with the new construction that's in our market exactly so we'd be glad to help with that but so January is kind of a quiet month is there anything we need to talk about as far as events go try to cover anything that's I think there's a comedy. Wadsworth has a yeah, comedy show that? coming. I want to say it's next Friday or Saturday. So just check the Wadsworth schedule. And that benefits Tornado Relief? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's a, a local comedian that he actually came on my other podcast with Renee. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. So that's happening at the Wadsworth. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any road races. There's, I know there's, a, things there's a boutique up. crawl that's coming up. A boutique crawl. Mm-hmm. Okay. So check that. That's um, We did that a couple of years ago. I don't, I'm trying to think if we did it last year. But each boutique, they have, you know, sales. They serve wine. I mean, you know, you just walk around and visit and shop. And Is that a Noonan Main Street? No, it's actually um, Sydney with Finley's. Okay. She started that because that was the time of year. January's like, okay, we're shopped out from December. Right. But then there's always that little bit. I think I can shop one more time. (laughs) Well, you got that Christmas money maybe that's burning a hole in your pocket. It's just shopping in general. But, you know, you know, I like to shop. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah. You're really good at finding the deals. I know. I like finding the treasures. You have that gift. Yeah. That came from working at Cato's in downtown Noonan when I was 15 and 16 and having to accessorize people. So, Well, but. you're always good at that. You always find something for me when we go do that. Yep. <laughs> I need to be a professional shopper instead of a real estate agent. <laughs> you can do both. I can do you both. You can do both. Why not? Yep. Why not? So anyway. Well, if you have any questions about what's happening in real estate in Coweta County, we would love the opportunity to talk with you. Yes. Give us a call or if you want to just visit and just pick our brains and talk about we'll talk about more than just houses we're open to any subject matter (laughs) yes we'll talk we'll we'll talk about whatever's going on in the community happy new year happy new year and i'm jackie robertson and i'm joy barnes and we're between Between the the J's. j's